Welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm your host, Ryan Schachner, and we've got Chaney Robinson with us. Good morning. Today, you know, we're we're kind of reigniting that East Coast, West Coast feud from the 90s because our guest, Cameron Tung, went from being an East Coast kid from Maryland and Boston, where he was a dual sport athlete until eighth grade when he decided to go all in on basketball. And uh, this proved to be a wise move because he was ranked, uh, I saw third in some uh, uh, services, being the third best recruit in Massachusetts and number seven in the New England region, right? Uh, He went uh, from the Rivers School in Weston, Massachusetts, and he committed to Santa Clara University, where he just wrapped up his sophomore season. Cameron was at the 2023 NIL Summit about a month ago in Atlanta and is really just getting started making his mark in the NIL space. So, Cameron, welcome to NIL Undressed. Man, I appreciate y'all having me. Most definitely. All right. We want to start off with some rapid fire questions to get us rolling. And we were already joking around before we started recording here on on one of them. So, um, favorite part now of living on the west coast weather it's gotta be the weather i'm not dealing with humidity no more it's just straight heat and sun clear skies um although i do miss the look of the snow the snow was nice for a bit because you know you get to change the season different moves different type of wear like i can't wear like you know i used to have my puffers i used to have all that all the different kinds of drip i like to wear can't do it over there because it's too hot but <laughs> it's definitely got to be the weather you know yeah. yeah, I agree. I would agree with that one. If you said anything else, I'd start to question you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cameron, favorite on-campus restaurant, and then part two okay. is what is your favorite go-to menu item? Okay, perfect. I got you. So it's we got this little like cafe choice. We got all kinds of spots you can pick from. There's Globe, La Priya, uh, Fire. I like to go to La Perea and I like to get uh, either a steak quesadilla or a steak burrito because it's a perfect go-to. You know, you get the nutrition you need for before workouts, after workouts, um, or they also got good street tacos. But I'd probably say the burritos on top. It's nice. definitely going to be the burrito. Yeah. Cool. Now, outside of basketball, what's your favorite sport and, and why is that your favorite sport? See, I better go see this. I mean, if you ask my teammates, they, they, they'll tell you uh, it's UFC. I love the UFC. I love it, like how technical it is. Like there is so much behind the scenes that people don't see besides like the main event, like what people go through for training, for eating. Like it is, it's like, it's like Marine type training. Like it's crazy. <clears throat> and I just love it because it's like, it's all about like, who's got the bigger heart? Who's going to put more time in? Who's going to like look across the ring and be like, oh, this is my ring. Like, honestly, if I wasn't over like that could be something I could die with like consider that playing because I love contact. I love, you know, having that warrior's mentality. I love going all out. You know, that's kind of my that's kind of my motto. And it's funny because if you ask my teammates, they'll be like, Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, because I'm known as that guy on the team. So it's just funny. That's awesome. I love that. I love that piece. So I'm big in Navy SEALs. So so that's like you and I That's crazy on that too. One. Yep. Yeah. All right, this one, this is where we were having a little bit of debate beforehand. So rank in order who you would pick, um, Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. All right, see, this is where people bad, but it's LeBron on top. Then it's Jordan, and then it's Kobe. 
Man, that's how that's how I'm gonna put it, man. I would say personally, I would say LeBron or, or uh, Jordan is the most marketable player of all time, and we've seen that with the movie Air. Like he is the most marketable player of all time. People know him because like you know he got yep. shoes, he got hair, he got everything. Like so, mar- most marketable player of all time. Okay, that's Jordan. But we talking about like skill against skill and like talent against talent. It's got to be LeBron. It's got to be LeBron. Like it's, it's got to be. This is where they say they get that younger generation and all those kinds of things. <laughs> We're going to agree to disagree on that one. I'd go, I would go Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, but. We're going to agree to disagree. We're here to talk about other stuff, right? So you you I made the you. jump. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you made the jump from the East Coast to the West Coast, right? Um, what were your top three schools that you were looking at? Okay. So when I was getting recruited, I didn't even really heard of Santa Clara. I was looking at schools like BC, Providence, and even some of the Ivies. I was talking to Yale. Um and also, like, even, like, BU. And then I had, like, some interest from Vanderbilt. And then I also caught an offer from Utah, which is, like, you know, Pac. So I was, like, I I didn't really think about none of the, like, WCC. Like, I didn't really know a lot of, about the WCC. And then one day I get a call on my phone, and it's Coach Sendek himself, like, calling me. He said, hey, like, because uh, Herb Sendek talked about uh and Claire. I was, like. I was like, Ma, you heard of Santa? Like, I'm over here putting the phone like, Ma, you heard of Santa Clara? I was like, I, I had no, I, I never heard of it. So I had to like look into it. And then what really got me though, and what really made me is like, is like I said, it's part of my model from earlier, like that Warriors mentality is like, he said, you can go to something that's established or something that's going to be established. So you can be a part of like, you can be that underdog coming up. You can have that come up story or you can be already at like a story that's already like has a legacy. And I want to create my own legacy and I want to be something that's big. And as you can see, we're doing that. We just put Jalen, like Jalen Williams, like now he was in the rookie of the year race. Now we got Brandon Pajewski. He's going to the draft. And like, you know, who's next? But that's that's really how I ended up from east to west because I always am. So I, like, I love to be the underdog. I love to be the underdog. I love coming up. I love having that grit. Um, as my first two years weren't great, you know what I'm saying? Like, or like last year was actually pretty great. But I'm saying the year four, freshman, I didn't play. And that's because, you know, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the right mentality. I wasn't. Uh, develop COVID hit. I kind of took a year off. I kind of got an ego, and then I grinded my way to the top. And I, I saw some minutes. I saw some big plays. Saw some highlights. Got some looks and stuff. So it, it's all about being. It's all about. I love it because it's all about hard work is gonna pay off. And it's, if you believe and you and you believe, and no matter what nobody says, and you put in the work, the hours, the dark hours that nobody sees, like it's all gonna come to you regardless. Like it, nobody can stop it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great that's a great answer, man. I love that one. So um outside of that underdog, right? And and being able to help establish a program, right? And to be that, you know, that that class of of athletes that makes your mark, really that true mark on on the university. What was the criteria that you were looking at uh to go play at a school? And did NIL factor into that decision-making process? Uh, I have heard some pieces about the NIL because, uh, like, you know, you hear some stories about kids making money and all the NIL stuff. Like, it was just precious for my freshman year. And we had just had, like, a meeting on it because, like, Santa Clara wasn't really – didn't really have any idea on it. But shout out our guys, Ryan Murray. 
he's killing it. And he's getting deals and putting all kinds of stuff going together. Uh, NIL didn't really have a big, big factor into it. Um, it was more so, like I said, like that story. Uh, the criteria I was looking for was, well, I always wanted to go to a good institution. Uh, I've always been like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not the best scholarly person, but if I have a good, if I have a degree that I can wave around and say like, hey, I'm from this place, they'll be like, oh, he's got some merit to him. So we can hire him. That like, there's always that good backup plan. Not that I'm one for backup plans because I like go, I like going all out, I like risking it. Uh, but it's it's definitely it's definitely not a bad bad idea to be like, hey, when I'm done with school, I'm from Santa Clara. Can I, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, mostly it was a place that I knew I could, I would be able to like be myself on the court, like where I could play, where I could make a play, and like have that freedom to be able to take shots. And, and uh, our coaching staff, they're really cool about it. Like they really kind of let it out. If they see you're, they're going, they'll be like, hey, go, go play. Um, we, I like the offense we play. We play running gun. We get it, we go. We got, you got to be in shape. You got to be able to, you know, have that stamina to keep going, uh, which I didn't have in the beginning, but I definitely acquired it now. Um, but, and uh, we're all big. Big on defense. We play like a man gap defense, and you got to be able to move your feet. You got to be able to keep the guy in front of you. You got to be able to help your man next to you. And it's all about teamwork and communication. And honestly, like, I have never been on a team that is so solid like the team I'm on now. Like, the guys, we gel. Like, we gel, we connect uh, on and off the court. Um, if one guy's down, we got another guy picking them up. Like, if you don't, if you're not 100 one day, your team is going to go 150. Like, it's, it's that kind of bond, and that's what I've wanted. And I got there on my visit. I was like, yeah. I mean, it was just a one day one day. I just got there, pulled all my other schools aside, and I was like, I'm going to San Clara. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. I'm sure the the, the weather and the um, you know campus and all that kind of stuff, just the look of it, right? Didn't. Uh, oh, it's appealing. It's appealing. It's yeah. definitely appealing. People that come there all the time, are like, oh my gosh, look at this. And we just got put a new science science building. Like the the like care there is ridiculous. You're so taken yeah. care of. Yeah, that's cool. So I was having this debate with somebody um, a couple of days ago, and we were talking about, you know, you could go, you know, if you're going to participate in NIL, right? If you're going to be active and you're going to go out and get deals and all that, is it better to go to, you know, the big schools with the big collectives that are in smaller cities, right? And so, you know, we're here on the East Coast out of, you know, Charlotte area. So we've got like a Clemson or, you know, a Wake Forest or those types of schools, right? So they're big name institutions, Power Five, but they're in smaller uh, cities, right? I mean, it's just a smaller community that surrounds them. Or are you better to go to like a Santa Clara where, you know, you're still playing D1, you still get, you know, you can get a shot at making it in the tournament. If you have hopes of going pro and you and you can ball, you're going to get found, right? They're not, you're not going to get overlooked. Right. But you have a bigger pool of businesses. You can make more of a name for yourself inside that um, that community. It's a larger community, right? Uh, versus some of the other ones. What's what's your opinion on uh, on that? Uh, hundred percent. You don't like hundred percent. I don't believe you don't have to go to big schools. I believe you can go anywhere, and if you show your personality, you're not afraid to be yourself, and you don't care what people say, and you post your content. Regardless of what anybody's gonna say to you, you're gonna get found. People are gonna like you. People are gonna like you for taking risks. People are gonna admire you being ambitious and being like, "Oh, he doesn't care, so I shouldn't either." 
because people just want to be able to relate to the athlete because you know as athletes you know humbly we are seen as like 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 apex people like oh my gosh like they're d1 like they can do this and even like even athletes that play like people are like man i wish i could do that if you can relate to them on a level they're gonna be like oh they're down to earth i'm able to relate to them i'm able to connect with them i have i have something that they have like we share something so it doesn't matter where you go as long as you're just yourself and you just go out there and you talk to people shake hands and you post your content and you show like the things outside of your sport where you're just being you on a daily basis it doesn't matter where you go, you're going to get found. Like, there are people out there that don't even go to schools, do sports stuff, and get and are, like, like make millions of dollars off of it. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, specifically go somewhere to get something done. You can go literally anywhere. Like, and that, like, and with them, it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm trying to remember his name, Jack. The kid from, uh, I think it was Amherst uh, near Boston. He's yeah, got yeah. the, uh, the D three uh, make right? own legacy. Yeah, yeah. I saw him at the NL summit, and he has he had a speech on it. And he was up on stage, and I was like, "Man, anybody can do it." Like that's perfect example right there. Like that's a D three, and he's he's got all kinds of NL deals. Like so, it really does not matter what institution you go to. It's literally like what you limit yourself to. If you limit yourself to be like, "Oh, if I don't go here, I'm not going to be that." That's kind of that you're going to manifest that. If you be like, "Oh, well, I can do it wherever," you're going to do it wherever. Like this is how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. It's all, it's up to you to make the best of your situation, right? We want to thank our sponsor, Success Beyond Game Day. For many athletes, the last safe place was the locker room. They could be themselves and not be judged. Success Beyond Game Day creates a locker room community for athlete development, partnering with individual athletes, high schools, athletic departments, college and pro teams on building their brands understanding name, image, and likeness, how to get deals, and personal finance, all while leveraging a proprietary assessment that identifies core skills that athletes can leverage to create a competitive advantage, all while creating an environment where athletes can connect to push each other to greatness. Check it out at www.successbeyondgameday.com. Um, so there's, there's, you know, we, our audience is high school athletes, college athletes. We have businesses, we have coaches, athletic departments. It's kind of all in that world. So speaking now to those high school athletes, right? What was the biggest adjustment that you had going from high school to college from an athletic standpoint, academic, and then just socially adjusting, especially going from East coast to West coast? Okay, I like this. I like this question. So I'll start out. I'll start. I'll get to that place last. Uh, academically, academically wasn't too bad because Rivers was a really like college preparatory school. Like that was a hard school. I definitely had to, you know, I had to use my resources, my teachers to go get help. Uh, but academically it wasn't too hard. But if you stay on top of your academics, everything else takes care of itself. Like you handle the business classroom, everything else is fine. Especially for me personally, wasn't too hard because I. I don't know because I'm like I'm a spunky dude. Like I like I like to be goofy. I like to go out. I like to I like to smile a lot, laugh. Like I could at see someone on the street and kick it with them for an hour. Like it doesn't matter to me. Like socially, I got no problem with that. Um, it, like like I said, as long as you be yourself, you're always gonna find your crowd. You're always gonna find someone that messes with you. If people have anything else to say, you know, you just let it roll off and just keep pushing, man. Uh, athletically, that was definitely the hardest adjustment. One because um, we all, we all said we was going through COVID. So senior year was my was COVID year. So I had 
like we we played, but it wasn't really games. It was more scrimmages, um, motivation, and burnout a big factor for me. Um, I was like, man, like I'm not even like getting anything. I like can't even play in front of people. Can't even do this. Can't like I was so limited. I couldn't even have like go to gyms with my trainers. So it was tough. Like I, I put on some uh, like unnecessary weight. Wait, I did not need um, my mentality wasn't in the right spot, and but I was like you said, I was a top, I was a top recruit, like I was seventh in New England, so I was like, I'm good, like I was, it's all right, it's all good handle stuff, like I'm gonna get back on the court, like it's nothing. That, that was gonna say, you know, you can't take, the, you can't take this stuff for granted, and the moment you do, it's gonna bite you. Uh, you gotta be grateful for the opportunity and really care about your craft and really be like, hey, this is opportunity of a lifetime, like I need to take this like full tilt, like no days off type deal. And once I, once I got that mentality back, it was game over. Like everything became easier. I started loving practice, started loving going to workouts, started loving encouraging guys, started, you know what I'm saying? And once I found my love for it and passion, that's when I saw a turnaround. Once you buy into it and you become obsessed with it, obsessed with the like development phase and all that. And like, know like it's not so much about the angle, but it's the progress to them. That's the real. That's the real gift, and that's the where the real lessons have, like life lessons outside of sports too. Like that's when everything started clicking for me. And I was like, man, I don't care if I play this game. I'm gonna bust my ass in this drill. I mean, I don't care if I play in this game. I'm gonna bust my ass in this practice, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do me and just control what I can control. And once I did that, it, the rest is history, and it started. Things started clicking. Yeah, yes. one of my favorite um, former athletes, Inky Johnson, he always talks about you got to fall in love with the process, right? Trust the process. And and if you can fall in love with the process, then you're going to be fine in whatever uh, whatever you do. And so, I mean, you just echoed all of that, um, That what, what he says. Yeah, yeah, I was in a dark spot. I was in a real dark spot because, like, it was I wasn't playing. Like I said, I was, I was a top recruit, and I was like, man, I – I should be playing. Like, this is crazy. But after conversations with coaches and all that, just say, hey, stick with it. You know, we believe in you. And I just kept rephrasing, like, they believe in me. They believe in me. I make one play, you know, I turn it into 50 plays. And now when I make one bad play, it's like, all right, the next play is going to even it out. And that's when it's all mindset. It's all mindset. Because cause we see top talent and not make it. And we see, like, we've seen top guys not go where they're supposed to go. And it's all because of up here. Like you're your own worst enemy. If you can beat the person that you see in the mirror every day, then you're gonna win. Yeah, that's the truth. I love that. I love that. Well, you Cameron, you made that transition, right? From high school to college. You've started getting some NIL deals. Can you share some of the deals that you've been able to to capture over the past couple of years? Uh yeah. So it mostly started picking up this year, especially since my uh, my sophomore year when things started going well for me. Um because obviously, like that's that's one of the parts too. You gotta play better, get more deals. Like you gotta you gotta get on the map. Uh, uh, I got fan art, so it's a it's a fan art store. Uh, some of my own merch. They made my own logo. Uh, you know, I'm really excited. I, I, I'm at, it's like it's not a slow start, of course, because you know it just started, and you know you can't have unrealistic. Yeah, it's micro goals. You gotta stay positive and have micro goals. Um, so I got the store. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the logo. I'm happy with everything. Now, like is what can I do it with? What can I do with that? Uh, well, all right, let's go next season. I'm let's, 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 let's get busy. Let's get busy next season. Let's do well. Let's start handling the business. And then after that, be able to promote things, you know, get my name on the map. And it's just like, it's just one bit like a brick by brick. I'm not looking at like a whole house. I'm looking at the foundation of the house right now. Cause I'm in the starting stages. Um, I had verified anything. I know they heard they recently just like shut down or, or something. 
but Verified Inc., uh, where they had a car. And I actually sold out on that. I actually made a, a, quite a bit from that. And that was nice. And uh, I think that was just because of my, like, my personality. Like I said, that just brought me. I was yeah. sharing with a friend, friend shared with a friend of a friend. And then it just got out there and then I sold out. Um, I got that going. And then, uh, my NIL pay, I had one of those ones, uh, which is like basically the memo of NIL. It's actually yeah. pretty interesting. It's yeah. like a way to transfer funds like directly with deals. And then, uh, some others, I probably, uh, I'll probably talk to MERS. I'm thinking about some doing some others with like local businesses, um, in Oakdale near Modesto. So that's yeah. where I'm at right now. Beginning stages, but I'm happy with it because it's like, one, this is fresh for everybody and everybody's trying to find their own niche. Yep. Everything I haven't uh, particularly found mine yet, but you know what I do? Like it's going, it's going to take off. Yep. So I'm just excited with like how much like it's limitless and how much opportunity there is. So that's what I'm just focused on right now. Well, and that's cool. Cause I see, you know, you've got the, the clothing, the logo, all that type of stuff. I mean, it sounds like you're, you know, true entrepreneurial mindset and you're viewing it the right way, right? Brick by brick, you're not going to get that massive, you know, $10 million deal tomorrow, right? But you can right. you can build the bricks to set yourself up to get that sort of deal. Um, and, right. and it sounds like that's what you're doing. So largely due to media coverage, right? You, you see the Power 5 schools um, getting NIL, you know, and all that. Yet you, you're at Santa Clara, uh, you went to the NIL summit, which is like the top 300 NIL athletes get invited to, right? Um, so walk us through, even though that narrative isn't, uh, you know, where where you you get these, you know, the Santa Claras and all that. The narrative is you have to be, you know, a power five in order to get deals. Walk us through your mindset and what motivated you or what, you know, what switch flipped where you said, yeah, I'm going to go all in on this NIL thing. Like you said, it's like being an underdog, like seeing the power five schools get it. And I was like, man, I get it. And then, cause I, I believe I can do it. And when I get it, um, it's just going to be that much more rewarding. And then when people see like, I got it, it's going to show more hearts and be like, Hey, this kid like beat all these power five schools and all these athletes in power five schools. You know what I mean? Like he's really showing like that. It doesn't matter where you go. Like, I just want to be one of those guys, like that Jack kid at Amherst. And like, that's just, I feel like so much more of a reward itself than the actual like money. You know what I mean? Like it's like showing you can do what people like what's set against you, you know? Cause like, all, like automatically people are like, they're not going to look at the Santa Clara, you know what I mean? Unless they're like in the area or like you're, alumni um granted we have got a lot more following because of our recent performances but like other than like a unc or like a duke like we're not going to get like the same type of like attention and love like they get so like doing it for that reason is that much more of a reward itself because if i get the big deals and they come my way and people see like oh this kid at santa clara got people like santa clara who's this kid well let's look at the santa you know what i mean yeah. So it's like that'll be in the order itself. It's like I don't like it's not so much so much the payout as much as that, as nice as it is. But like, like I play basketball because I love basketball, and I do this stuff because I love I love just being a part of something. I love being a part of something bigger than myself, bigger than like because a lot of athletes are in my situation too. Like, there's a bunch of athletes that want to do what I'm trying to do. So if we can all get together and do the same thing together, and we just show like it doesn't matter where you are, it's all about what you have and the mindset you have. Like that's all you need. Like, you don't need to be, 
at somewhere like at a big like Pac-12 or a ACC, ACC or whatever. It doesn't matter where you are as long as you're able to just like not give up. It's like because there's, there's a good quote I knew that it was um here's how it goes. It's uh good things come to those who believe. It's a uh, better things come to those who are patient, and the best things come to those who don't give up. So I'm just gonna be one person that doesn't give up, and I know the best is gonna come my way because I'm not gonna give up. Yeah, I love that. So, what were the first couple steps that you took to getting opportunities? And I'm gonna tag onto that uh, question. A lot of times we learn the most um, out of the failures that we have, right? And we can get the biggest lessons. And you even mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, so what were some of the early steps that you took? What were some of the uh, things that didn't go right? And what did you, you know, what lessons did you take out of that? So things that didn't go right was definitely ego. Like you got to put, you got to check yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to really be like, look at me and be like, okay, what are my faults? What am I not admitting to myself? What am I putting on other people? What am I saying? Oh, it's just the coaches. Or, oh, it's just the teammates. Or, oh, it's, it's because I don't have this. Like, what are you playing victim at? And once you're able to get over self and a victim wall, like the rest is, is endless. Now you're able to take, you're able to take, you know, ownership and you're able to be a, what what is it? Uh, accountability. You're able to take accountability for yourself. And once you're able to take accountability for yourself, it opens up a lot of doors because then you're not willing. Like you're you're more willing to accept failure. And when you're more willing to accept failure, then the success is gonna come. Because what they say, failure is the greatest teacher. That's where you learn all your lessons. You learn your lessons through experiences. You can't just like you can't just be taught. <clears throat> like no one's just gonna. You're not just gonna wake up one day and just be the best at whatever you want to be. At. It takes reps. It takes practice. It takes failure. It takes hardship. You know, you have to go through those dark times. And I definitely went through a dark time my freshman year of not feeling like a hooper, like not feeling like I belonged on the court. And I was like, <clears throat> oh, it's because of this. Oh, because I didn't have this. Or, oh, it was because of COVID or because of whatever. But yeah. once I got over that, then then the rest of then I was able to like really find myself and be like, no, I do belong here. You know, I can do this. Let me stop playing victim. Let me just show them. And then I stopped talking and I just kept doing and I kept doing it and it paid off. And that's definitely that's definitely how it has to go if you want to survive at this level. You can't play victim. You can't play victim. What advice, Cameron, would you give yourself now that you've been in the NIL space for a year, you've had successes in it, what would you tell your senior high school self to get better prepared for NIL? Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. If you, like, obviously we all have big goals. Like I said, micro goals. Don't don't give up. Just don't quit. Like you're gonna get you're gonna be set told no. But if you don't ask, you don't know if it's gonna be yes. So if you get told no, just be like, okay, on to the next. Let's keep working. Let's like let's get bigger. And then that company that told you no, and then you next year they see you got another big deal, they'll come back and be like, Okay, actually wait, we wanna work with you. And now it's your turn to set the what boundaries you want. That's right. Now, then you get to be like yeah. Right. Now you get, you get to be like, well, twice as much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you can be like, well, I'm going to need this and this and this because you told me the first time. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at it. It's like, 
if, like, if, if, I'm, if, I, if I ever get told no or something or if like, cause like, you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm starting to take risks cause I've seen what I can do. I'm like, it, it's motivating me. Like, okay, like I can do this. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, so like now if I get told no, I'm just like, okay, I'm, when I get a yes and you find out, you're not going to be too happy. You told me no. So that's just how it's got to go. You just can't give up. You can't get discouraged. You always have to choose yourself. You always have to choose yourself. You always have to believe in yourself. And if there's like anybody that's in high school or whatever that's, that's struggling right now, man, I promise you, everybody's been there. You're going to go through that. It's what you make with that situation is what's going to come out of it. Are you going to sit back and be like, man, this company told me no, like I give up, like NIO is not for me. I'm going to need to find something else. Or are you going to be like, they told me no, but they're going to say yes. I promise you down the line, they're going to want to say yes. You know what I mean? You got to have a dog mentality. It's not, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to have moments. It's okay to talk to people about it. It's okay. Like I'm one for mental health. I'm one for like burnout and all that because I've been through it. But I promise you, if you just have fun with it and you just smile more than you just talk, like it's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come. Like if yeah. you're just able to put a smile on and just smile and look at everything in a better light and just be like, man, it's a no, but I don't care. Like I'm still me at the end of the day. I still get to, I still get to be me. I know someone else is going to say it, then it's not going to bother you. Like it's not going to phase you. You're going to see the doors open. You know what I mean? So yeah, just don't give up. And each no that you hear gets you that much closer to the, the yes. Exactly. That's the thing. You're not going to like what people don't understand is like, success like like i said success comes with failure like failure comes with success like you know what i mean they go their hand in hand like a failure could be is a success and like the way it's everything how you look at it perspective would be like okay they said no so eventually i can push myself to get a yes like they're just pushing me to be a better me at the end of the day if that's how you want to look at it it's all about perspective and how you look at things the part of the NIL summit is networking and getting ideas inspiration from other athletes so after attending Right outside of the the uh, Amherst um, young man from Amherst, did it change your idea? Did it did it level up your idea of what you can accomplish through NIL? And if so, what what changed? It definitely did. It made me realize that NIL is limitless, and really, if you want to succeed in it, especially, is you got to be passionate. Like, you can't, like, if it's a company that's offering you money, but you're like, mm, I'm not really passionate about it, I advise to stay away from it because you're not going to really want to push it. You're going to look at it as like, okay, like, if I got to post this, like, I don't really want to post this, but I guess I will. You know what I mean? It seems more like work. You want to have fun. At the end of the day, we all want to have fun. And if you're going to have fun with it, you got to do things you like. So you really got to be mindful about deals that come through and be like, okay, do I really like this? If I really like it, am I really going to? give it my all because if you're not going to give it your all you're going to come off as like you know like off-putting or you're going to come off as like kind of like you know rude and not it's not it's not good business it's not good business for yourself you're not branding yourself in a better light because they're going to talk to other because if you don't think like brands don't talk to brands like that's crazy everybody talks to everybody everybody knows everybody in the sports world so if a brand doesn't like you and a brand's not getting good work for you commit on time just really commit you really got to be passionate about it you really got to want to show love you got to want to you got to want to do it you got to wake up loving it and that's one thing i'm I'm realizing is like like if i'm going to do an ild i really want to be passionate about it i want to i want to want to push it i want to like be able to hey do this do that i want to have fun with the advertising 
if I can't have fun with it or feel like I'm in a box with it, it's probably not going to be for me. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. It, it, right. People can't get so dead set on the incentives. You got to be, it's, it's more than just the incentives. It's, it's a, it's your brand. It's, it's your character. It's a lot of it's online. And that's what I feel like maybe some athletes get mixed up and like be like, well, why isn't this working for me? Well, maybe it's the character. Like maybe you're not putting on like a good show. Like you got to be you like to the fullest. You know what I mean? You got to do things that align with who you are. So, yeah. Yeah. Cameron, man, this has been so good, and, and certainly thank you very much for taking the time. This this talk, we, and you shared with us the transition from high school to college, right, and and how you've been able to make that transition, but also mentally how you've made that transition too. So let's talk right now a little bit about what can we expect from Cameron and Santa Clara basketball in 23-24? March Madness. There you go. Oh, man. Man, I'm so excited. And I say that with full confidence, you know. Uh I really do. I really believe in Santa Clara. I believe in the coaches. I believe in what we got putting together, the recruits, the guys we got coming back. Like maybe people will be like, Oh, he's crazy. They only got five guys coming back. Well, you don't know what these five guys have been doing. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't see what we're doing behind the scenes. You know, we work day in and day out. We got guys that are hungry. We got talent out, like talent that you wouldn't believe. And like, we were just so ready to like show it to the world. Um, we're going to start off strong. I really believe in it. Um, I'm just really excited for how it's going to go. Like, especially me, I know this is going to be a big year because I'm not one of the only guys. Um, so I really got to put on a, you know, a leadership role type deal. And I'm really going to really push guys. And I was like, I want to be pushed. Like, I know they're going to push me. That's the great thing about it is you get pushed, people are going to push back too. And that's what you want. That's what you want, guys. I know we're going to have a good attitude. I know the coaches always emphasize teamwork. So it's definitely it's definitely a year, our chance, and our year to make a run, and I believe it's, it's going to happen. So everybody be sure to tune in to Santa Clara because we're coming and making some noise. I love it. I love it. Uh, so for the businesses that are listening, I mean, you gave them a really good commercial about who you are, man, and I love it. But give them, give these businesses that are listening, why do they want to work with you? If you work with me, man, you're going to get some money. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's like, I'm a character. I love to be goofy. There's nothing, there's nothing bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, I don't, I'm not beyond anything. I'm just, I'm just out here just trying to do me. I'm just trying to have a good time. I just want to make good connections with good people. Uh, I don't think I'm above anything. I'm, I'm just a very, I'm a very humble human being as well as grateful. Like I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm blessed. God has blessed me in numerous ways. I recognize that. So businesses that work with me, they're not going to get a hard time. They're not going to get someone that's, oh, he's bigger than himself or, oh, he does this or he doesn't think he's good enough for us. No, businesses that work with me, they're going to get very authentic, meaningful, deep conversations about who I am, about my character, about why I want to work with them, why I think it would be a good collaboration. And that's just like, it's, it's about making good connections as well. It is business. You know what I'm saying? Like people can go hand in hand. It's not just business all the time. You can create lifelong relationships that could help you down the line in more ways than one. So it's like, you can learn anything from anyone. And that's why anytime I'm working with someone or I, if I meet someone on the street, like I'm very attentive and I listen to what they have to say because they can offer you life altering like information. So that's why I think brands want to work with me. And that's why they should work with me because they're going to get a thoughtful and meaningful person. 
Cameron, man, you did awesome. Thank yeah. you for spending some time with us. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. Uh, you guys can get a hold of me on my Instagram at CBT underscore Kitty 22. Kitty is my nickname. It's on my back. It's a tattoo on my back. I got it when I was in eighth grade or high school. My age are Swain who played at Yale. So it's stuck. And that's my nickname. So Kitty's my nickname. So that, that's why it's kind of it's also kind of a brand thing. It's fun. I love it. It's funny. People look at me and be like, oh, my God, is I call him that? Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> so you can uh, hit me on Instagram there. Uh, my TikTok is C underscore nasty 26. Uh, my Twitter is bball underscore tongue. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. Awesome, appreciate man. That. Appreciate you coming on. Everybody, thank you for joining us on NIL Undressed. As always, every like, subscribe, and share is greatly appreciated. 